Good afternoon, everybody. Good morning, good evening, whatever time, whatever day that you're listening. I'm hoping you're listening to a live. Uh, it is I, Jeremy Pierce. It is Saturday, June 4th, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast, and I will see you in hell because you know what that means. It is... Uh, Hell in a Cell preview time uh, An event that I'm not Really ever looking forward to anymore uh, But this time I'm not Hating it uh, I, I'm not going to say I feel like they've tried But well, well, well You'll see You'll see You'll see As always You can te- check me out On the socials Twitter The 215 Charismatic Creations On Facebook Tumblr And YouTube And Charismatic Underscore Creations 52 Don't forget to check out Charismatic Cards Soon to be Charismatic Gaming Last week We had our Double or Nothing Preview And this week Well we're doing our Hell in a Cell Preview But for now You all know it's next so just go on and hit my music all right so we've got a bit of news as per usual obviously um, we're going to pick up on a few other things that happened this past week. But first thing, uh, uh, as you know, Stephanie is stepping away for a minute and her abilities were questioned internally by some WWE investors. Nick Khan is taking over. Um, it's just weird that she would step away. Um, they're questioning the performance and... Uh, her her hiatus has been kind of blamed on this all or nothing mentality in the WWE, uh, where everything's just gotta go right. You're either all in or you're not. No pun intended. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And high level WWE officials have spoken negatively about her after announcing her hiatus. So I don't know. It smells like a coup to me. Uh, let me let me know what y'all are 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 uh, thinking on on that one Matt Cardona is injured possibly has torn his bicep at a GCW downward spiral and NWA has released a statement on his injury um they're saying that they know he's injured and they don't, I'm not sure if he will be able to defend the NWA championship at what's the next event always ready with the Z good lord so we'll 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 keep you updated on that. MJF essentially, listen y'all, he's frustrated that he that and he feels he's overperformed his contract, which he has. If you guys remember, remember remember what happened with Terrell Owens and the Eagles where he signed a contract, felt like he outperformed said contract and wanted to do him with more money. That's essentially what this is. So MJF had an original contract, actually ended up getting a new contract, and then outperformed that contract. And if you can check the ratings, the numbers, he's been quite possibly the number one draw in the whole company. And he's upset that, well, you're bringing in these former Dirty B guys and you're paying them way more than me. And they're not even on my level at this point. So, like I said with Sasha Naomi of Who Blinks First, it's a matter of Who Blinks First. Tony is like, listen, I understand you want more money. And I'd rather pay you when we get a new TV deal. MJF isn't, isn't about that. Um... He wants to be paid. And his promo this past week on Dynamite crushed 
everything else. His promo, the peak was 1,243,000 views came to watch him. That lets you know what what he's doing and that he is well he's ready like just he wants to be paid AEW uh, talent they weren't aware that NJF had bought a ticket you know to go home before double or nothing this is this is really really blowing up Tony has always stated that he will not work not only well he can work the fans but he won't work the roster and they think they're being worked that is that's the important thing um, for Forbidden Door, the IWGP World Championship should be on the line, and our the current champion is around Okada, and Okada has to be at this event. We don't know who he's going to face. There's a rumor that he would be facing Hangman Page, which may not be the case. Imagine Hangman Page losing the World Championship and then going to face Okada for the IWGP Championship. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. Money to Bank says moving to the MGM Grand. Well, guess what? It's done a lot better in its sales. Um, yeah. Not so much for Clash at the Castle. Uh, Morrissey and Jay White are both finished with Impact. I uh, don't know what's next for Morrissey, but Jay White just has a busy schedule. And no, neither one of these guys are leaving on bad terms with bad blood. They're always more than welcomed to come back nxt 2.0 go home show episode for in your house which i totally forgot was tonight uh 534,000 viewers this is the, your go home show that's down from last week and the ratings have been going down for about the for a minute now this is the go home show for in your house and you barely cracked half a million viewers Y'all know me. I am a huge Thunder Rosa fan. I was really, really upset that she wasn't on Dynamite this past week. I'm, I've been pretty pissed about how she's been booked. Uh, but she was apparently sick and was sent home, which is why she wasn't on Dynamite. So I'll let it slide this time. But they got to treat my girl better. Dynamite saw a nice viewership increase after Double or Nothing. They brought in 969,000 viewers with a .40 in the 18 to 49 demo, which is very, very good. They'll hit, they'll hit a million again. I think probably for Road Rager, and then whenever they do Blood and Guts, they'll definitely probably do a million. Uh, the next uh, Ring of Honor pay per view has been informed, uh, announced. It is they're targeting for July 23rd um, at there will be Death Before Dishonor. Looks like it's, it'll take place in Lowell. Massachusetts. There's no idea when Ring Honor will be returning to television, but um, we'll see. Because they should be getting a TV deal soon. Guess what, y'all? Lacey Evans is back on SmackDown, and guess what? She is back to being a heel again. This, I'm, I'm, I'm done to say whatever. I, I don't care anymore. I just, I just don't. Um, what brand split? Talent will continue to appear. On both Raw and SmackDown, even though we're still being told there's a brand split, but it's only going to be certain superstars. I just whatever. Sammy and Tay are engaged. Pretty much see this coming. This is great. Congratulations to the both of them. CM Punk is injured. 
Um, he announced his injury on Rampage last night. And essentially, we're going to get an interim champion until he returns. He will not be gone long, but they still need a champion on the show. And Shinsuke looks like he's been injured last night on SmackDown as well. We'll have an update on that. But uh, we'll be right back. All right, so we go from one event to another with more go-home shows. So Monday Night Raw, it's an okay go-home show. 14th time this, this year that Raw opened up with some talking. We had Crazy Becky stating her claim, breaking things down with logic and reasoning because the best villains always believe they're right. It ended with uh, Bianca versus Asuka. Becky on commentary and Bianca defeated Asuka. Becky laying out both Asuka and Bianca. So we're getting ready for this triple threat match at Hell in a Cell. Zeke and the Mysterios defeated KO and the Alpha Academy. KO snaps some more and it's always good stuff. Uh, yeah, KO's just doing what KO does. He's too good at this. Also, he hasn't held a championship in five years in the company, which is a little... It's a little crazy to think about. Cody and Seth cut promos. Uh, essentially, boy, down to Cody saying, kind of saying the same thing as Seth. Essentially saying, you couldn't cut it here, so you left. You and your friends tried to tear us down, and you're back. Nah, that's not going to fly. Then they brought. And it was one of those bros where they got to get all management to come out, stop them from fighting. We've seen it once. We've seen it twice. We've seen it a million times. Alexa Bliss defeated Dewdrop. That was neither here nor there. Ms. TV with the Street Profits, that was also neither here nor there. It ended with some 24-7 shenanigans and Akira Tozawa defeating... No, no, no. Tamina beat Dana, and then Tozawa beat Tamina, his supposed wife, for the 24-7 championship. Uh, Ali beat Ciampa by DQ after Austin Theory got involved, and then Austin, then Austin Theory beat uh, Ali in a United States Championship match, but there will be a rematch at Hell in a Cell. Riddle and Nakamura won a contenders championship match, uh, championship contenders match by DQ. Liv, and, Liv defeated Rhea, and then Liv, AJ, and Finn kind of laid out Rhea and Damian. No edge. Edge wasn't there for some uh, reason. And Lashley will face MVP and Omos in a handicap match. He also put Omos through a table. This table that Omos himself set up over on Dynamite. Fallout show begins to lay the groundwork for the future. Uh, the show was okay. It was solid. Uh, we opened up with Punk and FTR defeating the Acclaim and the Ass Boys. Punk wanted to know who he would be facing at Forbidden Door. Well, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> crazy week for CM Punk. And he was answered by Tanahashi. Which, I mean, it was going to be a great match. We all want Punk Kenta, but we're never going to get this match. Ever. We're <laughs> we are never going to get Punk versus Kenta. MJF. Uh, I, I can't describe this promo. It won't do it justice. You have to go out and watch this promo. If you can watch it on Fight TV, watch it on Fight TV. You fucking marks. So I'll uh, 
Just go and watch the promo. Uh, Miro returned. The Redeemer. He's going to redeem us from the punks, from the Cowboys, so on and so forth. He defeated Johnny Elite. He's happy to have Miro back. We're going to get blood and guts uh, between the Jericho Appreciation Society and Eddie. Uh, Eddie, the BCC, Santana and Ortiz. We're also going to have a hair versus hair match between Ortiz and Chris Jericho. The Undisputed Elite won a 10-man tag team match defeating Jurassic Express, Christian, Matt Hardy, and Darby Allen. But there's a spotlight on Jungle Boy and Darby losing. So we're going to keep our eyes on that. We had an Athena promo. Uh, it ends in a conversation between the baddies with against Athena, Chris Statlander, and Anna Jay. Wardlow won a squash match over J.D. Drake. I do wish they would use J.D. Drake more because on the indies, he was phenomenal. Uh, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm defeated Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, and it's always a great day when Britt and Jamie, well, not Jamie, but it's always a great day when Britt Baker loses. And in our main event, Mox and Daniel Garcia fought each other again in another great match. Mox won, and he'll join Eddie for blood and guts. Uh, Mox versus Garcia, man. These two, they just know what to do man over on impact Mia Yim defeated Savannah Evans to gain some momentum for Queen of the Mountain good the good brothers of the Briscoes continue their feud Moose and Steve Macklin defeated Morrissey and PCO and Sami Zayn Sami Zayn Sami Callahan knocks out Moose so they're going to continue that feud while also they're building up Moose Steve Macklin and PCO why is PCO main event impact over on SmackDown, we have the Hell in a Cell Go Home Show. Uh, Ronda has an actual challenger for her championship. No Roman. Show was okay. Uh, gets a fist. The New Day in the Mysterio. Uh, Drew McIntyre opens the show. Was not a great promo. I wish the WWE opened up with matches more. Um, this was the 12th time to open up with a promo. And guess what? They lost to Sheamus and his crew, even though they defeated him literally the prior week of the main event of the show. Why are we doing 50-50 booking? Why Why does this feud need to continue? I understand you need to keep, I understand you need to keep Drew McIntyre busy until he eventually faces Roman at Clash of the Castle. But God fucking damn it. Riddle, what brand split gets serious and he wants the bloodline. Jinder Mahal defeated Humberto Carrillo. And we guess we're doing the Shanky thing. Shanky has a new outfit. It looks more like a wrestling gear. He's not wrestling in a wife beater anymore. Um, Natalia won a six-pack challenge to face Ronda Rousey. This match only went four minutes. This match could have easily gone 10 to 15 minutes. The other competitors were Natalia, Shayna, Baszler, Zia Lee, Aaliyah, Shotzi Blackheart, and Raquel Rodriguez. So upset this match only went four minutes. Ronda was out there, and uh, her and Natalya will have a good match. They faced each other before, but this will be a good match. Uh, Madcap Moss return, got a new look. Still going by the name Madcap. He had a match with Corbin, but pretty much tried to murder him. So there's going to be a rematch at Hell in a Cell. Jimmy and Jay. Retained over Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura, but Riddle is not done with the bloodline. Okay. I'm with it. Over on Rampage, it was pretty much centered, not centered around Punk's announcement because we had other things planned. But the Young Bucks defeated the Lucha Bros in a 
fantastic match. So the record now is Lucha Bros 5, Young Bucks 4. Team Taz won a squash. Athena defeated Kiera Hogan and Jade looks a little shook. Now she's got to deal with Athena and she's got to deal with Chris Statlander. CM Punk is hurt and will have an interim champion until he returns. So essentially what's going to happen on Dynamite, there will be an opening battle royal to open the show. Whoever wins that battle royal will face Jon Moxley in the main event. As Jon Moxley is the number ranked number one in the standings. And whoever wins that match will be the new will be the interim champion and to go on to Forbidden Door and they'll be the champion until CM Punk returns and then we'll have a champion versus champion match and in our main event Scorpio Sky retained over Dante Martin Rampage was live this week our matches of the week from Double or Nothing the women's championship match Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb also from Double or Nothing the tag team championship match Jurassic Express versus Swerve and Keith Lee versus Team Taz also from Double or Nothing, uh, World Championship match, Hangman Page versus CM Punk. From Dynamite, John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia. From Rampage, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Also for Rampage, the TNT Championship, Scorpio Sky versus Dante Martin. And our star of the week is, of course, MJF. No, 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 uh, shockingly, there were no, there were good matches on impact but nothing to like to throw it here you know what i mean out and nothing for dirty b because they just they're just putting on hot garbage um we'll see what happens with in your house tonight i figure figure at the very least cameron grimes versus carmelo hayes will probably be the best manager of the night because everything else is just blah but that's it and we'll be right back with our hell in a cell an event and i'm almost always never looking forward to at this point because of the overabundance and use of the um of the cell at this point so it's funny because it, it actually is a um it's not a bad it's not a bad but let's look at last year's show first. So uh, don't forget last year we had, in a span of, I want to say four or five days, we had four Hell in a Cell matches. Four. We had four Hell in a Cell matches. We had, uh, I want to say, Ray versus... Roman on SmackDown. We had the two at the pay-per-view. And then we had Lashley versus Xavier Woods on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. That that happened. That happened in the, so that happened in a span of three days. Three fucking days. <sighs> you see what I mean by over? 
over abundance. There were we have four. We have three last year. I'm not flash. We had three in 2020. Three, three Hell in a Cell matches in 20. But Hell in a Cell 2021 last year's card. The pre-show was Natalia defeating Mandy Rose. Okay. Uh, Bianca Belair versus defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Bailey in the Hell in a Cell match, which was pretty good. Seth Rollins defeating Cesaro. Alexa Bliss defeating Shayna Baszler. <sighs> Sami Zayn defeating KO. Charlotte Flair defeating Rhea Ripley by DQ. And Bobby Lashley defeating Drew McIntyre in a Hell in a Cell match. So you see how you see how it sound how enthused I am for this pay per view. But let's try. So Hell in a Cell takes place in Rosemont and Alloy, which is pretty much Chicago. Everybody says it's, it's a suburb of Chicago, so everybody just says Chicago. And I, I want to see how this show does, just because um, uh, a couple weeks later we do have Forbidden Door taking place in Chicago. So how about we go over this card? So we had two matches announced last night on SmackDown. One announced on Raw to bring the match total to seven, which isn't a bad, um, bad number of matches. I'm used. To, I've, I've, I grew up with eight matches on a pay-per-view card, but WWE is starting to run shorter shows, so maybe with less matches they can draw things out a little bit more. There's no tag team title match. There is no. World Championship match. The IC title will be defended on SmackDown. So that's what we're that's where we're going with. So we have a, a no holds barred match. Happy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss. Mad Cat Moss returned last night of SmackDown with kind of a new look. Still going with the name Mad Cat Moss. Kind of wish he would go by Riddick Moss. But that's neither here nor there. So first things first. WWE, they don't know what a no holds barred match is. They just, they don't. Essentially, just make it an anything goes match, but they also have anything goes matches. So, essentially, a no holds barred match means just that holds aren't barred. You can choke a motherfucker out, there's no rope breaks, any of that, but you can still lose by DQ. You can still be counted out because it's not a no disqualification match it just means holds aren't barred I just I wish somebody would tell them that I really really do wish somebody would tell them that but Madcap Moss Riddick Moss whatever you want to call him versus Happy Corbin this needs to be the end of the feud and these two have done a good enough job they were brought together did things well and now they are apart madcap was just absolutely murdered uh decimated by um corbin a couple weeks ago you figure that'll be enough for the for the repackaging We'll have, to, we'll have to throw that on the, 
the Master of Disguise list. But essentially, what you have are um, two dudes that are solid wrestlers, have control of the gimmicks. Corbin is one of those guys I've said before who's a future world champion who can take a loss and not be hurt by it. He's going to do just fine. So the question is, well, snow holds bar so obviously they're going to go out of the way to do some things and with with moss showing this new attitude i could see him really just losing his shit but who's going to win that is that's the important question um because we're we're, we're going into that slow territory and i feel like whoever wins this match has a strong strong chance to be in the money in the bank ladder match um so this is this is this is quite a tough call i would be fine with either of these men winning but moss just came back so he's got to get the w right right he's got to he's got to he's got to got to get the w um I'm gonna go with Moss. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Moss to win, just to have him in Money in the Bank. I think that's logical. He can get another win over Corbin. Remember, he did defeat him at Backlash. So I would actually I'd actually be fine with that. I really would. I really really would. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Madcap. Moss. Uh, next up, we have a six-person tag mixed tag match as Little B, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan taking on the team of Judgment Day, Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. And it's good to see, uh, well, one Finn wrestling and treating like a serviceable threat to someone. AJ wrestling, Liv Morgan continues to get that rub, that shine. And the question is. Do the Judgment Day lose here? The next question is, does either Finn or AJ turn and join the Judgment Day? Um, I was on Friday Night Year last night, and I picked the Judgment Day to win. I, they need a big, serviceable win. And I also picked Tim to win with help from Finn Balor and Finn Balor to turn. Heal. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Um, not really. Finn's not a guy who needs to have a, a heel turn. He already has. He really even hasn't even been exposed or used much as a face. But I do like the Judgment Day to win this match. Um, possibly even with their fourth member joining. Uh, money still pop is still on Finn, but we'll see. Uh, next up, we have a United States Championship match between Austin Theory defending his championship against Mustafa Ali. Um, this is, this has been a really random feud that's kind of just popped up recently uh, because we just we, we're, we just threw Ali Champa by the wayside. This is, and this was my fear when Champa was called up to the main roster that he would just be another guy after being one of the guys in NXT you know what I mean but Theory continues to get this push 
And now that he's champion, I'm kind of wondering, are they going to pull the trigger on him for Money in the Bank? So his match here is quite, quite important. Because I'm saying, I do think he he's the strongest contender, the strongest possibility to win the Money in the Bank ladder match. He's got to be put to it first, but I think if he, if he is in it, he will win. So I'm a I'm a I'm a go with this caveat because I think because I think theory <laughs> excuse me guys because I think theory will win money the bank rarely do they have money to bank winners well hold gold as well like a Nazi champion also holding a briefcase so with that logic put with that put out there I'm actually going to say Ali wins the match because I said that last night I think Ali's going to win so Theory can go on and win Money in the Bank it's the next logical step in his evolution to a star and um, I would be very proud of Ali as the United States champion. So we're, I'm going to go with Ali. Next up, we got Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens in a match that has a lot of a lot of story to it. But weird, weird story nonetheless. KO can make anything work. And somehow, some way. He's making this dumbass feud with Ezekiel work. Uh, I essentially just want to see Ezekiel win so Kevin Owens can snap some more. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. It'll be a good match. Uh, I just... I don't even know, like, what is... What is KO supposed to prove by winning this match? Oh, if I win this match, you're actually Elias? <sighs> I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, it'll be fun. I just want to see the Kevin Owens downward spiral some more. So I'm taking Zeke to win. Not Ezekiel Jackson, just Ezekiel. Next up, we got a handicap match. Bobby Lashley versus Omos in MVP. The third time we're seeing these two fights. I don't think they fought. Did they fight at WrestleMania Backlash? I'm, I'm staying right there. Did they fight at Backlash? They did. This is the fourth time MVP and Omos uh, uh, and Bobby Lashley are going to fight. This is the time so MVP won the almighty challenge and he got to choose the stipulation and I hate when they have these choose the stipulations matches because uh, the, the stipulation pick doesn't make any sense why why would you choose a handicap match help me understand why would you you could choose any stipulation you want anything Oh, I'm going to choose a handicap match. Make it make sense. Make it make some fucking 
sense. Um, just because it was a handicap match, and Lashley's won pretty much all of the matches. I want to pick Omos and MVP to win, and I want this feud to be over with. And because there's no world champion, what can Lashley actually do? This is uh, the Dirty B makes my brain fucking hurt. They make my brain hurt. They make my ass itch. Uh, just take, just take, just take MVP and Omos to win the match. Just Raw Women's Championship Triple Threat match: Bianca Belair defending against Oscar and Becky Lynch. So essentially, um, we're rehashing Becky and Bianca. They gave already gave away Oscar versus Bianca on free TV. So. And, and I don't think Bianca's look. I don't think Bianca's gonna lose hair. This match will be good, and um, I really need this to be a showcase more so for Oscar than either of the other two women. She had just come back, and it sucks that she's probably gonna lose a major feud already with just returning. It sucks. Um, I mean, you know, triple threat matches, no DQ, no countouts, none of none of that special special stuff you know what i mean so 15 20 minutes for this actually no 15 minutes with with bianca winning i just hope she doesn't pin now see they got me thinking about what the person that doesn't get pinned lose and then oh my god they're gonna find a way to do bianca versus becky because we got money to bank coming up and we got SummerSlam right after that so I'm just going to take Bianca Belair to win this match um, to have another solid reign we'll see what happens her possibly going towards SummerSlam will she have another abrupt end to her reign we'll find out and lastly which this is probably the main event we have our Hell in a Cell match Cody Rhodes Seth Rollins for the third straight so first of all this this will be the match of the night i don't think there's any question about that but a third straight time why i hate when feuds get dragged on what cody's already won the first two matches why are we having this third match what 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 does he have to prove? What? Cause, cause Seth says some things about Dusty, about Cody and Ada. It's just, it's frustrating. It, it really, 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 really is just quite frustrating that we have this here. But it's going, it's it's going to be a good match, and I expect these two dudes to give it their all. They're gonna wrestle in this shitty ass, ugly ass red cell, which is it's also really annoying. Um I actually like Seth to win here. I do. I actually like Seth to win here. Um and here's the thing, if Seth wins, they can drag us out some more, and I don't want them to drag us out some more. Fuck it, I'm picking Cody. I'm picking Cody because I don't need this to continue. I'm picking Cody. Cody wins. 
there will be no blood there will be no big spots there will be a lot of weapons because that's what we do with hell in a cell matches now they're just watered down cage matches so look that's the hell in a cell preview one more time Matt came also over corbin the judgment day when there's matches ali wins the united states championship ezekiel over ko omas an mvp over bobby lashley bianca belair retains the raw women's championship and cody rhodes wins the hell in a cell so there it is uh thank you thank you that's the hell in a sub preview let me know what you think let me know what your picks are don't forget to like comment subscribe if you're watching this or listening to this on youtube i would greatly greatly appreciate it thank you one and all for just giving me the time of day taking the time out to just listen to me and we can talk wrestling i can't wait to talk to you guys some more next week we'll be looking at transitional champions oh my god transitional champions in wwe wcw um nxt aew impact like this is gonna be a good good topic and not just world championships tag team championships mid-card belts women's championships this is gonna be this is gonna be good also always check me out on the socials charismatic creations on facebook tumblr and youtube charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram the 215 on twitter always check out the link tree for more links and as always zyli oh well oh also uh should i give my nah fuck fuck in your house fuck it uh zyli gg dolan the key to lions and wendy chu as always holla at your boy peace